Hi. Today's episode is brought to you by Octane Inc. Octane Inc. specializes in vehicle wraps, snowmobile wraps, custom apparel, and race car lettering. With a deep history in motorsports and a love for anything fast, Octane Inc. has quickly become the Midwest's premier one-stop shop. You got something you want customized? Maybe you got a business logo, personal monogram, who knows? Whatever it is, they can make it happen. Go to OctaneIncLLC.com today or find them on any social media platform. Again, that's OctaneIncLLC.com. We're also brought to you by our good friends over in Portland, Baba G DIY Edible Kits. Are you locked up in your house has your mayor and or governor criminalized human interaction? Do you find yourself a little bored? Well, stop drinking yourself to death and get yourself some, some cannabis edibles, right? But don't pay, overpay at these, what do they call them, dispensaries? Or maybe you a, maybe a stoop to a street dealer with his crazy prices. That'll be $15 for a brownie. No, 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 not screw that. Make it yourself. Uh, Baba G DIY edible kits have, has, have, they have candy molds and gummy mixer that you can calibrate the dosage to whatever you're comfortable with. Maybe you don't want to get high at all. Maybe you're just looking for some medicinal benefits and use a little bit of CBD oil there. Uh, make sure it's legal in your state or province, of course, and check them out at OregonBaba.com. Again, that's OregonBaba.com on the podcast. Hey. Welcome to episode 40 whatever. Should I even number my episodes? Why? What? What does it matter? Episode 47 of the Hey, Okay, Ha, Happy Hour. How are you guys doing? I know it's been a while since I've jabbered at you. It feels like another epoch. Back when I was in Philadelphia, election hadn't happened yet. And, um, and I told you last time I said, South Dakota is going to legalize marijuana. And if they do, I'm moving to South Dakota. That's ridiculous, right? You know, move to South Dakota. And South Dakota is not going to legalize weed. That's crazy. Well, they gone done and did it. They gone done it. And I am a man of my word. So here I am speaking to you from the, the great... Eh, this, Good city, eh. big ass town of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Um, and of course, I'm like a fucking dog predicting a hurricane, hurricane or earthquake, whatever it is. You know, when animals sense something going down, they start running away, they show up in weird places. That's like me. Every time I show up in the Midwest. You know, shit's about to lock down on the East Coast or wherever the fuck I'm coming from. Sure enough, here we are. They've been priming us for goddamn a year now for this, uh, 
for this final lockdown. It's the final lockdown. You guys psyched, huh? Are you guys psyched for um, for a federal lockdown? Hmm, sounds doesn't sound fascistic at all to me. And it's like apparently 100 million Americans have this cold, which kind of, you know, jives with my personal experience. I'd say one out of three people I know have or have had this. And it's, it's always the same. Yeah, I, had, I was sick for a few days and then, uh, you know, c- couldn't run real fast because my lungs couldn't breathe and food tasted funny for three days and uh, it went away. Mm. At a certain point, like if 100 million of us have it, like that means only 200 million have not had it or at least don't know whether they've had it. So, so what are we doing? What are we doing? This is not what we were told it was going to be. Remember that? Remember in back of the day, you're not going to be up to 2.2 to 20 million dead Americans by June. And uh, that did not happen. I don't know if you've noticed. Not even close. Not even. It's going to take two. With the overly inflated death count, you know, they give a fine. Medicaid pays out any death coded as COVID, which if you don't think that inflates the death count, you are a goddamn dummy. Of course it inflates the death count. In fact, that's what it's designed to do. Every media report for the last eight months, there's no context. It's just doom and gloom. Be afraid. People's experts say we're not doing enough. We're not doing enough. We need to, what the fuck are we doing? It's the cold. It's the fucking cold. Now I know this cold, it's different than most colds because most colds kill a few old people. But this cold seems to really like to kill 80 year olds. Do you know what else likes to kill 80 year olds? Life. Life likes to kill 80 year olds. And I don't know, I don't know how or why. At this point I like, how many of you are actually afraid of this thing? And how many of you just can't admit you were wrong when you were freaking out and telling everybody we're all gonna die? How much of it is that? Because over the span of two flu seasons, how we're gonna have 400,000 deaths? Maybe, maybe half a million in two flu seasons? You know, where are we at now? 300,000, something like that. Again, the inflated number. And despite all these inflated numbers, we still can't get to tubercul I can't say the fuck. I'm going to call it TB. You know, the disease, the lung disease that spreads in the air, similarly to COVID. That thing. Let me pull something up. This is going to blow your mind. When I read this shit, I did not believe it at first. But it was on the CDC's website. So, you know, it's true. Talking about TB. What are they saying about the old TB? They say... In 2018, 1.7 billion people were infected by TB bacteria. Roughly 23% of the world's population. TB is the leading infectious disease killer in the world, claiming 1.5 million lives each year, according to the CDC. Other sources say 
deaths are between one and two million each year. Now, one year ago, if someone came up to you and said, hey, we're going to cure TB and save these lives by criminalizing human interaction and shutting down the world, you'd be like, wait, what, what? Wait, what? Back up. Beep. You're going to do what? Right? But you'd at least have been like, okay, if somebody's going to pitch this, some wacky government, hey, we're going to shut down the world to save TB lives, you'd at least take solace in the fact that nobody's going to fall for that, right? You're not going to get the fucking world on board with that ridiculous plan. Well, you could if you had the media under your thumb. We write what we're told. I get my information from government media. Ho, ho, ho. You ever listen to NPR or MPR in Minnesota? Why are we afraid to admit this is nonsense? I like my propaganda at a 10th grade reading level. What are we doing? Why do people who pretend to be intellectuals listen to NPR? Is it their fucking marketing? Like, what? Have you ever listened to that fucking show? What's it called? Wait, wait, don't tell me. Good God, it makes me want to fucking throw up. The smug, self-satisfied, shitty humor that they peddle is so infuriating that I just punched my steering wheel. Just kidding, I did not. If I punched my steering wheel, you would have heard something. Like that. People looking at me. Why is this man yelling and punching his steering wheel? He must hate state media. Now I just hate I just hate propaganda in general. I don't care if it's government media, what they call the corporate media. Remember when the liberals used to be against the mainstream media? It's the corporate media, man. They're cheerleading us on to war with Iraq based on lies. They're just doing what the CIA tells them to say. Right? And then the right-wingers started to hate on the media. They started, Trump called it fake media. And then all the liberals were like, wait a second. Well, if you hate the media, we got to love the media. So it's very important for democracy and you need to give money to these fucking paid liars. What the fuck are we doing? Let me, let me pull up a story. Speaking of uh, just childlike propaganda. Um, this is a story from, I think, USA Today. It's USA Today, not tomorrow. Um, bear with me here. Okay, this is a real story from USA Today. This is the headline. Fauci, I like how we just, we just call him Fauci. He's like Prince now. He's not the health director, Anthony, whatever the fuck his name is. It's just Fauci. Headline. Fauci says Santa Claus has innate immunity, won't be spreading COVID-19 to anyone this Christmas. Do you realize the level of intellectual bankruptcy you have as a media outlet when you devote man hours, ink, space, and people's time to this horseshit? You're going to fucking have a a 500-word news article in a national leading publication about Santa Claus being immune to fucking COVID. What the fuck are we doing? This is and the reason they peddle this shit out because all the other stories are peddling. It's the same shit. This one's just more obvious. You know, it's it's a it's a humorous story. I get it. It's tongue in cheek. Well, really, is it? Then why did it take two fucking reporters to write this piece of shit? Two reporters, Adriana Rodriguez and Grace Hauk. 
you fucking hacks. Why don't you get a real job? I mean, you don't get paid much right for newspapers. I know this for a fact. I used to do it. You're lucky to get 60K. You're going to fucking sell your soul out, peddle lies and nonsense, and waste our fucking time for 60K a year? Jesus fucking Christ. Truck drivers make 90K. Have a little self-respect. Why don't you quit your fucking job and go, you know what's happened? Too many journals have done this. That's why you read a fucking national story. There's typos every fucking where. There's misplaced commas. Because why? Because people who know what the fuck they're doing have seen the writing on the wall the past 20 years and they're getting out of this filthy industry. Some of them are chasing money going into PR. Others who are actually talented have found you can't write novels, so we'll go write some television. And, you know, at least you're getting paid. But this is fucking amateur hour. Fauci says Santa Claus has innate immunity. Won't be spreading COVID. This, y'all are, y'all are fucking comfortable with this. Your, your, insult, your intelligence isn't insulted at all. First of all, why is Fauci taking the time to say this nonsense? And, okay, okay, you get it. We get it, Matt. We get it, Matt. We get it, Matt. You're oh so highbrow in your news consumption. Oh, this isn't good enough for Matt. He wants some more hard-hitting news stories because he was a journalist for four years. Fair enough. You got me there. You got me there. But come on. Come on. Santa Claus. First of all, why are we lying to kids about Santa Claus in the first fucking place? Is this just a way to condition us to believing, you know, organized nonsense from authority figures? Right? Because there's always a kid in the school. Hey, man, it's a conspiracy. I'm telling you, there's no Santa Claus. And every kid's like, everyone's in on it. Our teachers, our parents, the media, the government, Fauci, he's in on it. Come on, of course Santa Claus is real. You couldn't keep a secret that big quiet. Somebody would spill the beans. And the kid's like, yeah, they do spill the beans, but we never believe them. Um, (laughs) The Alex Jones of first graders is like trying to wake people up. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's, it's for social control. They're trying to control our behavior with lies. Santa Claus, think about it. How, how could a guy travel? Forget forget three billion. How could he even hit up 300,000 homes in one night? It doesn't make any sense. That's a horrible Alex Jones impression. But yeah, that's how dumbed down this fucking country is right now. Do I sound bitter? I'm in a shit mood. I have been in a shit mood for the last few weeks. First of all, watching you know your country devolve into dystopian madness in slow motion uh, because we're afraid of catching a cold. It's kind of, it's kind of a uh, disturbing. <laughs> Monster say, Monster say we got to stay inside. We can't sing or dance because we might catch a cold. Monster say we could go outside four months, four more months. Monster say if we behaves, we's got to behaves though. Um, watching that's been uh, bad for my book, but really, here's what it was. It was uh, I was bow hunting, right? Bow hunting deer, and uh, it was great. It was great to wake up, you know, five thirty, six a.m., watch the sunrise over a cornfield as the frozen dew. I guess that would be called frost. Glimmers in the morning sunlight. Nice, crisp, and cold as you hold your coffee mug. Nice and warm. Looking for some fucking deer to poke their dumb heads out and look for some pussy. 
because that's what time of year it is. It's the rut. I guess the rut's when deer just go fucking crazy and just have to fuck everything, I guess. Kind of a weird existence, you know? You don't fuck all year, not interested one bit, and then every year on the same exact day, you just got to fucking go rape some does. Um, as much as uh, human females complain, and you got reason to complain, you know, men, men can be pigs, totally get it. Um, but, you know, count your blessings. At least you're not a deer. Because those fucking bucks don't give a fuck about HR, uh, sexual harassment uh, shit. They, uh, shit is real. Um, they're literally chasing, you know, you hear that, he's out chasing women. They're not literally chasing women. I mean, you might in third grade on the playground playing tag, but you know, human dude, well, most chasing women, if they are, you got to call the police. If a man is literally chasing you, hope you have a gun. Hope you have a gun because don't run away. Don't run away from a predator. It just gets the prey instinct and they'll chase you. No, just stop, turn around and pull out a gun. 10 times out of 10, the fucker will at least stop. Maybe shit his pants. Certainly piss. I'd say piss pants, six out of 10. Six out of 10 times a gun is pulled on you, you're pissing your pants. So, um, boy, I'm on a tangent here. I uh, am on a tangent within a tangent. Bow hunting. Okay. So sitting up there in the tree stand, bow hunting. A lot of deer walking around. This is a little piece of private land, 20 minutes south of Sioux Falls. It's all, all the more I'm going to tell you. And only place I could hunt because it's South Dakota doesn't give out out-of-state tags to any to any jackass, right? If you want to come shoot a rifle or a shotgun or or even a bow on public land, you better get your your name in the hat, your hat in the ring, early on when you apply for for the draw. But for guys that want to bow hunt on private land only, they give those tags out like candy because in general. It's like you ain't gonna you ain't gonna hit shit, right? Okay, with a bow on private land only, knock yourself off, but not off, knock yourself out, buddy. Go ahead. But this particular piece of land, a lot of deer, a lot of action, turkeys too. Okay, it's in a. I don't want to give you too much information about it, but point is, a lot of fucking deer walking around. I'm sitting up there, fucking doe and three fawns walk by. That fawn that as I'm climbing up the ladder, I have to stop because they've. They heard me. The, the, the doe's looking at me like, what the fuck is that? She turns her head. I keep climbing up, get situated. Would have had a great shot. And the tag is for any deer. Any deer. Doesn't have to be a buck. But it's like, I don't want to fucking waste my tag on a doe. And to be honest, I would feel like a piece of shit. She, her three kids were there. I'm going to fucking murder a doe in front of her fucking kids. No, I'm going to take out some rapist. I'm going to take out a rapist buck. That's what I'm going to do. So, and there's so many deer walking around. I know I'm going to have another shot at these fucking bucks. So, they they run off and live another day. Next day I'm out there. This fucking buck walks out. Now, this whole time, I take this seriously, okay? I'm not just going to fucking get a bow and go bow hunting. I've been practicing for about two years now. I don't want to fucking maim or injure a, a deer uh, don't give a fuck about a turkey, as I've said before, but, but when I've been practicing, I've been practicing between 15 
at 45 yards. I figure closest shot I'm going to get is 15 yards. And if it's past 45 yards, probably not an ethical shot. So that's my little sweet spot there. And even I even uh, went up on the tree stand and I had a 3D target, a raccoon target that I was putting at different distances to make sure I had my bow tuned to the appropriate distance, especially from the angle when you're about 15 feet off, off the ground. Well, this fucking buck walks out of the, the grove right to my left, goes directly under my tree stand. And like, I could have fucking jumped on it and rode it, literally. By the way, how awesome would that have been? What With my, my buck knife, I'd just fucking jump on a deer with a knife, slay its jugular, and fucking bleed it out. And uh, I think you should have unlimited tags. If you can stab a deer, you got unlimited fucking tags. How'd you get your buck, Matt? Ah, jumped on top of it and stabbed it to death? Unlimited pizza for my life, please. I don't know what the fuck that has to do with anything. I just pictured myself in a pizza place saying it. And if it's that awesome, you should get free pizza for life. That wasn't a pizza gate joke. Settle down. So, so he, but he walks onto the fucking the um, the stand, and I got a I'm draw now. You know, I got my th- string pulled back, but I can't fucking point down because there's a little like arm guide rest thing that you kind of grab onto in case you fall. The fucker was too close. So then he keeps walking, and I got a real close shot. But I don't know how to fucking. I don't know which bead to put it on. I didn't practice 10 feet, 10 foot shots at this angle. I, I get a, so I overcompensate. I aim too low, a little bit too low. Let that arrow go, goes right in the ground. That fucking deer just did a little skip step, kind of looked back and just kept strutting along. Just walk, like it didn't give a fuck. It's like this dumb motherfucker, either dumb or he's mocking me. So he goes off to the other side of the yard, beds himself. That means lie down, I guess. He's lying down there, I assume. You know, I'm still in the stand. I'll give him 30 minutes in case he got a little freaked out by the fact that an arrow missed him by one inch. And uh, I get off fucking ground. I get off the ground. I get on, off the stand, on to the ground. Walk on over quietly. A little bit of snow on the ground. Eek, eek. What the fuck is that? I look over. There's the buck. The good buck. About 12 points, maybe. I'd say a good solid 12 points. He fucking stands up. And I go still. I don't move a muscle. And he fucking starts, like, trotting a little bit towards me. I think he's kind of trotting towards me. He's about 40 yards away. He trots 10 yards forward. Stops. Does some weird shit against a tree. I think he's rubbing him shit against his tree to tell other bucks to... Stay away. This is my raping turf. He's doing that shit, but I can't draw my bow because he'll see me. Finally, he, he turns his head a little bit, and I get my, my bow drawn. This is a 30-yard shot. It's a fucking layup. Broadside. Let that old arrow go. I'm gonna. You know how hard it is for me to, to admit this? To say this out loud, I don't have to tell you this. I, I could have skipped this part. 
Apparently, I was not at 30 yards. I was at 20 yards. Because that fucking arrow went just over his back. The first one went right under his stomach. This one went right over. This is the most lucky fucking bastard of a buck in the history of buckdom. And then he fucking... This is where shit gets weird. And this is where I feel like I'm telling a tall tale. If somebody told me this story, I would not believe it. But I swear to God, this is what happened next. The deer got a little spooked because he heard the arrow. But he heard the arrow go into the trees behind him. And apparently their eyesight is dog shit. If you don't move, they can't see shit. But he turns around and sees me. Starts charging me. A big buck is charging me. He's 20 yards away. He's coming towards me. I'm like, oh my God, this fantasy is about to happen. I'm going to have to fucking take a knife. Not to kill him, just self-defense. What if I get killed? What? How would? How horrible would that story be? What a fucking failure of a pussy would I be? How? What happened to Matt? Oh, he went bow hunting deer for the first time. Got killed by a buck. <laughs> like, you couldn't even feel sorry for me. Like, ah. That's nature. That's Darwin. This fucking buck's running towards it. And this shit's going through my head. He gets 10 feet from me. Like, I could, like, lean forward and almost touch his nose. He gets that fucker stops, looks at me. The wind is blowing in from the south, so it's going directly from my left to my right. And the buck's looking at me. And I go, still. I mean, very still. Jurassic Park. Don't move. They can't see if you don't move. I thought that was bullshit. I didn't move. Nothing. I just sat there. My eyes were wide open, but I didn't move my eyeballs. and I didn't blink. And that deer was looking at me like, what the fuck is this? And then he kind of walked a little bit around me to my right, close enough where I definitely could touch him if I leaned over enough. And then that wind hit him. They have very good uh, smell. Eyesight, not so good. Hearing pretty good, but they're smelling, um, smelling. Uh, they are very, very good, very, very skilled smellers there, the deer. So he caught, he catches a whiff of me, you know, and I had planned ahead. I had doused myself in coconut oil. I figured what kind of hunter douses himself in coconut oil? None of them. That's who. So these fucking deer are going to smell coconut oil. Probably not even going to associate with a hunter. If anything, probably want to lick me on account of the delicious saturated fat of the coconut oil. Um, but anyway, he smelled me, spooked him a bit. He trots off 10 yards, then kind of slows down because I, I continue to not move. Now, of course, I cannot draw another arrow because that movement would send him running away. And then I might blow up my spot. He might not ever come back because deer are stupid, but not that stupid. You know, they, they sense a fucking hunter is around. He ain't going to come back. Or if he does, he's, he's going to be super, super... Uh, uh, what's what's the word? You know the word. Anxious. So, that fucker just slowly walks back into the cornfield. And I just was left there standing in the middle of the yard. Feeling like the most... I felt emasculated. I felt he was just like mocking me. He walked right up to me. I was like, ah, this fucker ain't gonna kill me. I ain't afraid of this dilettante. And totally... And he walked back into the cornfield. Whatever. I'm just glad I didn't hit him. If I'm going to miss, I want to miss. And I don't want to nick the motherfucker and injure him. Right? So the next day, I'm out again. 
again, seeing a lot of deer. Don't want to shoot the, the does though. Don't want to shoot a fawn, even though I'm sure they're delicious. Can you imagine how delicious a fawn is? You know, before it gets all tough and muscular, that nice marbled meat. Mmm. But I bet a fawn is tasty. I bet Bambi is like top five food ever. Um, but finally, in the afternoon, fucking my buck peeks his head out once more. And this time, he's coming in directly in front of me, walking towards me in the tree stand. Doesn't see me at all. Because you know, those deer, you know, they're looking for predators ground level. They're not, you know, they haven't evolved... Um, running away from birds of prey, they're not—they're not worried about fucking you know giant pterodactyls in the in the trees swooping down. So I don't give a fuck about the trees really. So he's just walking right towards me, doesn't see me. He's looking on the ground, stopping, eating a little bit here and there. He's walking, can't draw my bow though because he's—he's he's, you know he's facing me. He'll see me draw. Finally, he gets directly—well, not directly—pretty much under my stand and takes a right, his right go uh, to walk into the grove finally when he's, his side is turned I can draw I draw back my bow he's going behind a fucking tree there's a few branches there I have my shot I release the arrow I hit the buck hooray for me but I, I had a bad feeling I missed a little higher than I wanted and a little further back on him than I than I wanted but I'm pulling 70-plus pounds, 31-inch draw. Got my fucking tri-pan tips. Got my fucking gold arrow micro-diameter. In other words, I was equipped to for a margin of error. I wanted, you know, even if you miss by a few inches, there should be sufficient kinetic energy and penetration to ensure an ethical kill. Or I kept telling myself that. The buck runs off. I have to wait, you know, 45 minutes. Let him do his thing. Don't want to scare him off, make him run more. Meanwhile, my parents, totally unrelated, they're on their way out to see this little fucking plot of land. Just uh, for shits and giggles, out of curiosity. I'm thinking, what a weird time it would be. They happen to be on their way here when I fucking shoot a buck. Well... Looks like I'm going to have somebody to help me track the blood. I get there. So my dad and I go follow the blood trail into the cornfield. And there's there's not a lot of blood, but there's enough blood. I mean, it's a this deer should be should be done. And it just kept going and going and going. We get about a half mile into the cornfield. Half mile meaning, you know, I don't know, quarter mile up, quarter mile in. Something like that. And it's getting dark. And it fucking gets dark. Gotta call it quits. But I'm gonna be up bright and early the next morning to get back on the trail and recover and harvest this fucking buck. Which was going to be an experience, okay? Do I know how to field dress a deer? Yes. In theory, right? Like I can tell you the steps of field dressing a deer. I can visualize it done in my head. I've seen the YouTube videos. Have I ever done it by myself? No, I have not. So do I really know how to field dress a deer? No. It's one of those things I think you have to do it. You have to be forced to do it to actually learn it. So 
that's kind of what I was looking forward to slash dreading was the whole field dressing part. Particularly if, you know, it's pretty cold out, but, you know, the first thing to happen to a dead animal, including you, you get a little bloated, right? Because the bacteria, bacteria, bacteria in your gut biome, they multiply and you get all, you know, it gets a little trickier to slice the old stomach without hitting the lining if they're, if they're bloated. Or so I've read. So I get back out there, get back on the blood trail, travel another fucking half mile, kind of zigzag, get all the way to the end of the cornfield, which this motherfucker had not harvested for some reason. This motherfucker still had corn up. It was like oh, two weeks ago, a week ago. Cannot find the, uh, find the blood trail, follow it for another half mile, cannot locate the deceased buck. And by this point, I had like, I had a rough night. I'm like, oh, fuck, what if I don't? And I told myself, if I find this fucking buck, I'm going to use every, I'm going to make Indians look wasteful. I'm going to fucking grind his antlers into chopsticks. I don't know what, what you can do with his antlers. I'll do fucking, I'll make a, a uh, I don't know, um, a, a koozie out of his nose. I'll fucking make his hooves out of, I had all this shit planned out because I felt like the gods were punishing me or challenging me to not waste a fucking life. It's a mammal, right? Like I said, I don't give a fuck about fish or birds. And eventually, for four hours I was out there, lost the fucking blood. This beast of a deer just bled out gallons of blood and somehow managed to make it God knows where. God knows where, or maybe DNR picked him up that night. I don't, that's impossible. I don't know what the fuck happened. Long story short, I did not recover the buck, and that's why I've been in such a shit mood, okay? It's horrible. It's horrible. To, to, that life was fucked, and I know, these fucking deer, they live six years maximum. It was like a four-year-old deer, so it's like, whatever. It's not like you're cutting his life short. It's basically like an 80-year-old dying of COVID, like, did he, did he really die young? Right? Did he really? Did he really die young? Or would you? But still, still, that shit fucked with me. Because it's like, until I decided, okay, that was my tag. I'm not, because technically, you still have a tag if you haven't recovered it. I could go out and shoot another fucking deer. But it's like, what, another deer deserves to die because I'm a shit shot? It's like, no, I fucking suck. I hit the deer, couldn't recover it. That's fucking horrible. It's inexcusable. I was going to be the guy. I was going to be not the guy that fucking goes bow hunting and doesn't recover his deer. And I come to find out this is actually pretty common and, oh, don't feel bad. But it's like, well, I get that bow hunting is more sportsmanlike than the gun guys. The old orange army out there with their fucking guns shooting deer from fucking 200 yards doesn't seem sportsmanlike. But at the same time, if you're going to shoot them, fucking just shoot them. Because if I had a gun, that fucker would have been dead before he hit the ground. He wouldn't have known what happened. So, I'm like, torn. Is bow hunting more sportsman or less sportsmanlike? Is making it more difficult on yourself? The deer doesn't give a fuck. If the deer's getting hunted and killed, like, just fucking make it easy. <laughs> put, it, put yourself in the deer's shoes. Would you rather be killed by an arrow? Bleed out slowly to death over about a half hour? Or maybe quicker if you're lucky. Some, some deer fucking bleed out. If you hit them right in the heart, they'll fucking bleed out 10 seconds. Um, or do you want to get shot? It's like, I'd rather be shot. Um, don't shoot me. But 
probably a better way to go. Probably, probably the best way to go is to get shot, right? I don't know. This is getting morbid. Point is, I'm sorry to the buck. I'm sorry to the fucking, um, I don't know, the deer people. But, so I, I will not be, uh, and then I was like, I'm not going to eat for a week. I'm going to go on a week fast. That's what I told myself after Because you don't want to fucking pull up into the drive-thru the next day. I'll have a Big Mac value meal and a cheeseburger. You just, it's going to not eat for a week, which, which turns out is quite difficult. It turns out that a week fast is something you must plan for. You know, it's not something like it can three hours after eating a package of little De- Debbie cupcakes. You can't say, oh, I'm done eating for a week. You can't, apparently you can't do that. So I didn't eat for a day, okay? For a day. So the buck stops here. Nope, not here. Maybe there? Nope, the buck doesn't stop there either. Where the fuck does the buck stop? I don't know. I don't know. So um, maybe I'll go. So that's what I've been doing. Long story short, I haven't been talking to you and I told you I would I said hey November comes around I'm gonna have more free time turns out you don't I gotta find out where the fuck I'm living gotta hustle up some gigs here I'm gonna be heading south uh in December um the Omaha be Kansas City and uh, then I'll make my way down to Austin so I'll be eating some barbecue I reckon Kansas City barbecue Texas barbecue and this is all assuming shit's not shut down by then which it looks like it might be all right. So that's where I'm at. Enough about me. Enough about me murdering innocent animals and not utilizing them. Let's talk about you. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Did you eat some turkey? Mmm, by yourself with some fucking wine going, oh, I miss the good old days. Was that you? Or were you celebrating because this fucking COVID gave you the perfect alibi to avoid your family, right? Yes get the perfect out because you don't want to listen to your sister-in-law prattle on about her new handbag and her fucking girlfriend's new job shit whatever you don't want to hear your fucking little nephew run around punching your daughter or what just picturing cliche family you don't want to hear your uncle telling you about the the mexicans is you know you don't want to hear that he, he nobody. He's just like, how can we get out of Thanksgiving? Oh, the cold. We don't want to catch a cold. Uh, no, no, that's 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 not good enough. No, we don't want to get our old family members the cold. Yes, that's it. So we better not see you. Perfect. Perfect. Um. So I got to find out where the fuck we're gonna be living. In the meantime, went over to old Farmer Joe's. Well, he's got a table saw and some wood. I showed up with some two-by-fours and some plywood. Said, hey, let's make a raised fuck bed. Fucking bed. That sounds weird. It's definitely not a bed I'm going to be fucking in. That's for sure. Ain't no ladies banging a guy in his car. Um, but we made a fucking raised bed in the back of my old RAV4. So no Deweys for Maddie. No DUIs. If I'm drinking too much at the bar, I'll just sleep it off in the back of that. Make a little camper. When I hit the road, uh, assuming there's a road to be hit, I will have somewhere to lay my head. Yeah, I'll get a hotel here and there. 
right? Here or there. Indulge. Somebody hit on the road a lot. Again. Again. If, if Masa lets us, I hope Masa lets us go, go to the club. I hope Masa lets us drink till past 10. We don't want to catch a cold. If that shit, if uh, governor and mayor willing, president willing apparently now, uh, I'll be hitting the old row ad. I'll keep you posted. I will keep you posted. And uh, I feel like there's one more thing I wanted to to rave about before I get out of here. I should probably cut this one off early. I got to hit the road right now. Anyway, I got to go to Iowa. I'm going to put my amp and my guitar in my fucking car here. Go visit a fella. He's going to smoke some ribs. I'm going to bring some bourbon. Maybe we'll play some blues. How do you like that? Bourbon, barbecue, and blues. Can you think of anything anything more American and appropriate? Eh, I better hit the road. I better do that. But, all right. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we will talk to you next week. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Bye-bye.